It's time to spotlight tech, and who better to do that? Dan Ives, Managing Director for Equity Research over at Wedbush Securities. Thank you so much for being with us. Dan, the man who called Tesla 1000 way before it was at 1000. Apple, all the new highs, you hit all those too. So how are you feeling your overall outlook for tech in 2022? Look, it's going to be a little white knuckle because of the Fed raising rates, and I think worries about valuation. But, but, but in my opinion, that I, I see tech stocks up about twenty percent going into next year. You know, specifically cybersecurity, software, cloud. Apple and Tesla two are favorites, along with Microsoft. So I think it's you'll have the volatility, but at the end of the day, I think at the end of two thousand twenty-two. NASDAQ 19,000, and I think we'll have Apple $3 trillion market cap. Well, the $3 trillion market cap doesn't feel uh, particularly far away. The NASDAQ 19,000 feels a little farther away, right? Well, look, I mean, my view on Apple is $3 trillion just for starters. I mean, we ultimately view that as a $3.5 trillion market cap by the end of the year. And when you look at NASDAQ 19,000 in terms of the target, it just speaks to our view the digital transformation. It's still in the second, third inning of playing out. You're going to have $2 trillion right. of spending between enterprise and consumer. And you know, as much as we could focus on some of these sort of, we'll call it blues to, to the thesis in terms of you know near term, when you look at the variant, you look at Fed raising rates, worries out there, you're seeing a risk off. Fundamentally, our view on tax unchanged. And I view any yeah. opportunity when these stocks sell off those, you know, as me and you have talked about many times, like for the winners, those are the ones if you have, uh, you know, the ability to kind of withstand the volatility, I think that that's how you make out. And you were saying about the iPhone 13 that it would have more demand than people originally thought. There's talk about the iPhone 14 in the new year with 48 megapixel camera, followed by a periscope lens in 2023. There's talk about the headsets, augmented reality, virtual reality. That's on the way. I always think of Apple TV, Apple Music. And then I saw for the 27-inch Mac um, and the, uh, maybe an overhaul. All of these things going forward, um, do you think Apple falters in any way or just the demand always exceeds what people are really thinking? Because you do a lot of great channel checks too. No, that, look, I think the biggest risk is the supply chain. I mean, that's the biggest risk for Apple. And I think you've seen that kind of play out a bit in terms of worries in the supply chain coming out of Asia. But right now you still have 250 million that haven't upgraded their iPhone in three and a half years. So that's why demand continues to outstrip supply by about 15%. The other thing that's important, I think in 2022, you know, likely in the summer, Apple releases Apple Glass, which is the AR VR headset. And I think that could add another $20, $25 per share of the stock as that monetization story hits the next leg. So you think that's in the, probably in the summer for that AR VR headset, the Glass, Apple Glass? Yeah, because it said yeah, within a all year. Supply chain checks. It looks like that'll be released summer, probably for sale in the fall. That's exciting. I, I wonder what the price point might be. Um, an Apple two hundred dollars. Where does your bull case, bear case? You mentioned three and a half trillion for market cap. Where does that mean for the stock itself? Yeah, about two twenty five, two twenty five, two thirty. In terms, of that's the bull case for Apple. And I look the way I see Apple playing out. You'll see volatility. 
going into year end into you know sort of worries about the the supply chain but ultimately demand is outstripping supply and i think numbers go up for the street as we go in mm-hmm. 2022 and then you start to sum of the parts apple that's how you get not just to a three trillion that's just for starters but i think three and a half and look it, it goes back to the haters hated a trillion at two trillion, they don't understand it, yeah. and they'll be yelling into an empty forest at three trillion. Why is it that people? I mean, this is such a basic question, but the people that use Android love their Androids, and everybody else who has Apple iPhones. When you're sending out group chats and pictures, and you're all sort of connecting, the, the person with the the non iPhone, it's just tough. It's tough when you have friends who are in a group and you know, what is the draw or what are they missing when they're not getting an Apple? Look, some of our friends have actually deleted from group text because they're on the outside looking in and they're not uh, iPhone users. It's, <laughs> look, it, I, I, I. You're such a good friend. You're so nice to your friends, Dan. <laughs> look, I mean, sometimes it's just. Uh, you know, the uh, the risks that way are the rewards. But but it just, look, you're going to have Android users. There There's almost an anti-Apple sentiment out there among many that, that are kind of Android users. Right. If you look at the technology that you've seen with Samsung and Google, it's super impressive. And I think you'll see more of that CES in January. But the one thing that's important is, is that Apple's gained about, by our estimate, about 200 to 250 bips of market share in China. Mm, from Android. That's big. And I think that's important in terms of what, what's really happening here in terms of the Apple growth story. Yeah, because then when they have super cycles, that means those people will also be in the super cycle. Now let's get to Tesla as we talk about Tesla, because uh, obviously you called when it was going to hit a thousand, went well beyond that, it's had a lot of volatility. Elon Musk selling off shares, I think, spooked folks, but he paid about 11 billion in taxes. So what do you think for uh, the, the year ahead for Tesla as we see the competition getting hot for EVs, but the idea is that it's way ahead of the others, even working on making autonomous driving more smooth. I saw that. It's not just, not just uh, you know, automatic pilot, but how about the smoothest ride of all? Yeah, look, my view, it's not a zero-sum game in EVs. So as I don't view it as necessarily Rivian, successful, Lucid, GM, Ford on the re-rating, that that's necessarily negative for Tesla. Tesla has an ironclad grip on EV leadership here in terms of market share. And you look at this green tidal wave. I mean, we think by the end of next year, they're going to have about 2 million uh, capacity in terms of from a supply perspective, given Berlin and Austin coming on board. And I think going into next year, they could be called 1.5, sort of million units in terms of what they could ultimately deliver. That would be well above the street with margins that continue to expand. I think that this sort of sell-off on Tesla going into year-end, of course, the Musk selling from a, from a tax perspective, I view it as sort of noise. I, I think there's a stock that's going to resume its upward move in 2022. Mm. 1400s are base case. Full case, 1,800. Wow, 1,400, 1,800. Tell me this, because I always felt like Elon Musk was the visionary and so much of the trade depended upon him. And over the last quarter of 2021, you started to feel that maybe Tesla was so good on its own, maybe Elon Musk might take a step back or away from Tesla somehow. 
And maybe we were getting okay with that idea. Are we okay with that idea or no way? No, that's a Siamese twin situation in terms of his involvement within Tesla. I mean, Musk, Musk is a big part for, in terms of the visionary, the strategy, the cachet. In other words, part of why Tesla is where it is is because of Musk. And you know, I think it's something where maybe the perception he takes step back. But I, I can tell you from day to day operations, especially in terms of the Texas build out, he's actually becoming more involved. Because I think Elon recognizes this is the fork in the road situation in terms of competition continuing to increase. You're starting to see EV demand skyrocket. And it's really the time for them to, you know, I think almost double down in terms of the vision, model, supply chain issues. China continues to see, be, what I say, the biggest opportunity, but also it's a challenge, you know, just given what we see yeah. happen in China from a regulatory. But this is the time that Musk, almost needs to be more involved in Tesla rather than less. Mm, all right, so two roads, and he knows which one to really go for it. He really made a big move there, without a doubt, with that Texas. So it is great to see you. Happy, healthy, amazing 2022 to you, Dan Ives. Thanks so much always for being on with you us too. here. With me, I, I enjoy our conversations immensely. They're always among my very favorite. Thank you, Dan Ives. Me Beautiful too. Thanks for having me. Thanks.